0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Friday, December 16th, and I appreciate you tuning in and listening over the Light and Truth Radio Network. Well, I hope you're enjoying a good day in the Lord. Here we are headed to the weekend. I want to Take this opportunity to invite you to come and be with us on this Lord's day. We're going to be having our regular Sunday morning service and then Christmas dinner, church wide Christmas dinner after that. And then after the dinner that afternoon, we're going to be having an afternoon service in which we're going to be doing some special things. And I'll be mentioning that at the close of the broadcast. So love to have you come and be with us at the Allen Ford Baptist Church for this weekend and Lord's Day services. And then my wife and I are planning on leaving out on Monday, going back to North Carolina. We're going to be there all this following week, and then Monday and Tuesday of the week following that. We're going to spend Christmas with our family, most of them, part of our family. And uh, I'll be preaching at Vision Baptist Church in Middles Creek, North Carolina, where Brother Joel Gray is the pastor. And Brother Joel Gray will be preaching here for me, filling in as well. This Wednesday night, we've got Brother Aaron Wells going to be filling in for us. And so we're looking forward to those days and hope you'll make plans for that also as well. Hope you're enjoying the blessings of God and hope you will pray for one another. A lot of people need prayer right at this time. I've got some unspoken needs that I, are unspoken requests that I'm praying about and ask you to pray with us on some pretty serious issues and praying for God's intervention and for God's help Also, I just got an update just moments before recording this, that Brother Gene Mathias is going to have open-heart surgery scheduled to do that tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., three very badly blocked arteries. He's got a a lot of other health issues. His wife does as well. So keep them in your prayers that God would be with them and help them and meet those needs. And then other physical needs, a lot of people with colds and flus and problems, Of course, brother Hall and Mrs. Hall with their continual health issues, want to remember them as well. All right. Well, I've got the message we're going to complete today. What we started on Monday's broadcast, preaching about Abraham. But first I got a couple of good songs that I trust will be a blessing to you. Then the message from the word of God. Well, it is time to look back in the scripture. Today's sermon is coming from John chapter number eight and Hebrews chapter number 11. We're going to begin by reading some verses in Hebrews 11 and then going to John chapter 8. We're going to be studying a little bit about the life of Abraham. I've titled my message for this week, Abraham, the character of faith. and He is used throughout the scriptures, especially in the New Testament, to show us exactly what faith is like. And so I hope that this will be a help to you as we're studying the life of faith. And I'm asking us the question, do we live like Abraham lived? Do we live by faith? So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Turn in your Bible to the book of St. John, chapter number 8. John, chapter number 8. And Hebrews, chapter number 11. We're going to look at both of these texts John chapter 8 and Hebrews chapter 11. I tell you what, I think I'll start in Hebrews 11. So we'll, we'll begin there. These are familiar verses, particularly the book of Hebrews is anyway, chapter 11 and uh, looking at Abraham. I preached on him the other Sunday, a few weeks ago, maybe a little over a month ago, maybe, uh, about Abraham and I've still got him on my heart, my thoughts. And so I'm, I'm looking at some thoughts about Abraham tonight. Hebrews 11, verse number 8. The Bible says, By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. Now, I want you to notice some words in verse number 8. Those first three words, I underlined them. By faith, Abraham. And then I underlined the word, obeyed. Because when you believe, you obey. That's right. When you believe, you obey. And that's what Abraham, and he proved his belief by his obedience. And we're going to look at that. Look at chapter 11, verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Now turn, if you will, to John chapter number 8. And notice the words of our Lord in verse number 39. Jesus said, well, it said, And they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. You know what he said? If you believed like Abraham, you'd obey like Abraham. Right? That's exactly what he's saying. Verse 39, they answered said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham, but now ye seek to kill me. A man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God, this did not Abraham. Jump down to verse number fifty six. Verse fifty six. Again, the words of our Lord. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Amen. You say, preacher, you're saying works for salvation? No, I'm not saying that at all. When Jesus said that He would gather them like a hen gathers her children, what did He say? And ye would not. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have it. There's people that will not come to God. He he's, He died. Whosoever will, I believe, can be saved. Amen. I believe that when God's drawing people, I don't think salvation's a hard thing. I think it's a simple thing. When the Holy Ghost is dealing with them. Amen. But the hard thing is to get people to, to admit they need it. Look at Romans chapter number 6, verses 16 and 17. Know ye not that to whom... Ye yield yourselves servants to obey His servant ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. You see that? You obey God. And He's going to count as righteous. Verse 17. But God bethink that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered unto you. He's talking to save people here who have come to Christ. That is, obeying from the heart that form of the truth that's been delivered unto them. Amen. You don't have to turn here. Let me just read you these. Galatians chapter 3, verse 1. O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth? You see that? What was their sin? Not obeying the truth was their sin. Second Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 8. He's talking about Christ coming back in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. When people reject the gospel, they set themselves up for the judgment of God. Not that they're not already under judgment, but I'm saying they, they heap unto themselves wrath. It's what I'm talking about. Hebrews chapter number five, verse nine, talking about our Lord Jesus learning obedience. He said, he said, and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation. Well, that sounds good, don't it? Jesus Christ is the author of eternal salvation. Who to? Here's what he said. He became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey Him. Amen. Now, does that mean if I just do good enough, then I can go to heaven? No, that's not what Jesus said do. That's not obeying Him. What Jesus said do, He said, Come unto Me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. If you don't obey Him, you don't come to Him, you're heaping unto yourself wrath against the day of wrath. You reject coming to Him. You say, I'm going my way. I'm hanging on to my way. I'm going to do things my way. Amen. You're disobeying the gospel call is what you're doing. Amen. And heaping unto yourself wrath against the day of wrath. But here's what Abram did. Abram fully obeyed God. Amen. Now, not that Abram was perfect, but he obeyed God in all that he knew at that time to do. God said, leave your family. He left them. God said, go to this land. I'll show you where it is. And he followed God, believing God. Now, why did Abraham obey God? Why? Because he believed God. Amen. Again, I go back to Genesis chapter number 12 and I notice that our, that God's, well, Look look there, just if you will. If you're still there, God should place Mark like I did. Genesis chapter 12, I want you to look at verse 1. I I just want to make this point and drive it home. I've, I've hit it pretty good already, and I don't want to just be repetitive, but I want you to see it. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham. Here's what God said. when God." I want you to notice what He said. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Would you like to go to heaven when you die? Is that what He said? No, that ain't what He said. He didn't say a thing to Abraham about where he's going to spend eternity. He didn't even say anything to Abraham about where he's going to spend the rest of his life at that moment. Here's what God said to Abraham. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred. Here's what God says to sinners. Get out. Get out. Run to Jesus. Get out of the mess you're in. Get out of the things you're caught up in. Get out of the life you're living. Get out. That's what God says to sinners. Every sinner. Amen. He calls them out of their sin. Amen. And so God dealt with His family. He said, get out. Why? They're a family of idol worshipers. And they've got all those idols. Leave all that behind. Amen. There's going to come... A promise, but the promise is after the command. And here's, here's the point I'm making, because you don't get the promise until you believe. The promise is for believers. Heaven, listen, we, we go to sinners, and if, and if we go that route said, do you want to go to heaven when you die? Heaven's not for sinners. Heaven's for believers. Isn't that right? Amen. Heaven's for believers. So really what we should be saying to sinners is not, do you want to go to heaven? Sure they want to go to heaven. Really what we should be saying, do you want to become a believer? Do you want to be born again? Do you want to know Christ as your living savior? Amen. As your Lord and your savior. Really that's the, that's the point we ought to, we ought to be preaching to them. Amen. So this is how Abram or Abraham's life of faith commenced. He believed God. He obeyed by faith what God said. Amen. And by doing that, God showed him more and took him further and further and further. And so back to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 8, that phrase that I had you underline. By faith, Abraham obeyed. Amen. By faith, Abraham obeyed God. That's the point I'm making. So obedience is the fruit... Of trusting God. Amen. Believing God's promises. Depending on God's word. By faith. That's salvation. That's what salvation is. Salvation's not you crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's. Salvation is you believing what God said. Amen. Trusting what God said. Casting yourself on His mercy. That's salvation. And that's how the life of Abraham began as we see it in the scripture. The first mention. His family moved. And his faith was manifest. Now I'm, I'm going to have to wind, draw everything to a close. If you will allow me to make a point about this, this thing about salvation—it's eminently important. It's the most important thing in the world: is to be saved. Amen. But that's not the end. That's just the beginning. Amen. It's just the beginning. Being born again. Is just the beginning of new life. Amen. We're to be, we're to live, we're being brought out of darkness into light. Why? So we can walk in the light. Amen. We're brought into life so that we can live for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He brought us into the family so that we can go forth as family members of our God. We become a child of God. It's just the beginning of our life as a child of God. And that's how it was with Abram. Genesis 11, he's introduced. Genesis 12, he's called forth. But you know that's not all that happened to Abram. Abraham went from one thing to another, to another, to another. God kept asking more and taking him further. Asking more and taking him further. Amen. I'm going to say that's how it is in the life of faith. That's exactly how it is in the life of faith. There are battles to be fought. There are victories to be won. There are steps to be taken. Our faith must stretch and our faith must grow as we come to know God more and more. Amen. We need to grow to be pleasing to our God. Amen. I'm going to have them come with a song, Let's All Stand All Over the House. And I say this looking at Abraham's life. I do believe there's a call from God to leave the land of our nativity. I believe there's a call that comes forth, a call that goes out that says, love not the world, neither the things are in the world. A call that says come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Get out of that mess you're in. There's a call to come to Christ. And then there's a call of consecration even after that. And a call of sanctification even after that. There's a progressive call forth, come forth, come forth even more and more and more. Now here, I know people today, here's what to say, and they've said it for years, but it seems like it's worse today. People say, well, you don't have to be all that to be a Christian. You don't have to be all that dedicated to be a Christian. I said this morning on the radio in, in my prayer, because I was praying for an individual that I know has made the statement, this is what he said, To his loved one, his loved one tried to get him to come to church. This is what he said. He said, well, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. I said, well, I guess that's right. You probably don't have to go home with your wife to be married, but you're not going to have a good marriage if you don't go home to your wife sometime. You're not going to be a good Christian if you don't go to the house of God. Amen. You're not going to be a good Christian if you don't come out from all that and go with God and follow God and obey God. Amen. There comes a point in our life that we've got to turn our back on others and it may even be family. Maybe friends. We have to say, I'm not going that way. I'm going with God. God's calling me. God's beckoning me on a little further. Amen. Too many people today want to serve God and mammon. That's what it looked like to me that Nahor tried to do. Got stuck right there in Haran. Stayed there. Think about this. Terah died in Haran. Nahor died in Haran. While Abraham lived in Canaan. Amen. I want to go on with God, don't you? And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. As that concludes another week of radio broadcasting, we do hope you have a great weekend. I hope you'll be in the house of God on the Lord's Day, and I'd love to take this opportunity to invite you to come and be with us here at the Island Ford Baptist Church, located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Our Sunday morning service, Sunday school starts up at 10.15 a.m., and then the preaching time at 11.05 a.m. as well. And this Lord's Day is going to be a special day for our church, for the Allen Ford Baptist Church. We are going to be celebrating our church-wide Christmas dinner together. So we're going to be having a meal after the morning service. And then after the meal, we're going to have an afternoon service in which we're calling it Bring a Gift to Jesus. And we're going to have the members, those that are present, to bring something, do something. To bring glory to God. To give a gift to Jesus. Maybe sing a song or read a poem or a verse of scripture or give testimony. Something along those lines to bring glory to the Lord. We're going to be doing that on Sunday afternoon and then no night service on this Sunday night. Love to have you come and be part of those with us. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepard saying good day. And God bless you.